Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you get started. On this show so far, I've been focusing on America and the people that are making a difference in this country specifically. But this week, we're going to switch it up a little bit. The guest of this episode is from Nigeria, and not only is he making an impact on early learners in his community and in his country, but he is also hoping to inspire children around the world. So, let's get started. Dominic Onyeka is 23 years old and is starting his last year of college, where he studies information and communication engineering. In addition to being a student, Dominic is an up-and-coming entrepreneur with a business called Akiti with the mission to tell socially conscious African stories in African languages. While on the surface, it may seem like this concept doesn't apply specifically to your life, Dominic's organization addresses inequalities that are swept under the rug by people around the world, and they really need to be addressed. Dominic started working on a kitty in 2018 when one day he sat down to read a story with his six-year-old niece and realized that her books were foreign and had very little African representation. Dominic recognized that African children should have access to books with not only cultural stories and traditional African characters, but also with modern themes of promoting gender equality and environmental activism that more effectively educate children of different cultures around the world. So, Dominic got to work writing the stories that he wants the next generation to read. For a subscription fee, teachers, parents, and students can have access to over 30 electronic books for primary and intermediate readers in a couple different languages, including English. I asked Dominic to tell me about some of the problems he noticed in his niece's stories, and to tell me about how his books are different from those classic old fairy tales that we all know. Akidi is viewed as an attempt to like create inclusive African stories, but Akidi's vision does not stop at only creating inclusive African stories. It's a lot more encompassing. Children's stories are outdated. In Africa, in Nigeria, the majority of the stories that children read are things that like Rumpel Skin, Rapunzel, Cinderella. Those stories are 200 years old. So apart from the fact that they were not representative of African children, they had like fundamental flaws in the plot and in the storytelling. So the storytelling keeps reemphasizing the idea that a princess cannot be a princess in her own right. Her princessness has to be validated by a prince charming that sweeps her off her feet. We, we see this in a lot of fairy tales. So that was something I found very, very problematic. It was, first of all, changing the theme, changing what constitutes as a lesson or a viable plot or a viable thing that can be passed in a children's story. Then we now went on to like making sure it's inclusive, making sure it's representative. So representative stories are not for Africans alone. Representative stories are things that Africans can use to tell the world their story. Everybody, we live in a very connected world right now, and everybody has a story to tell. But if we grow up not listening to stories from other cultures, it's going to give us a very limited worldview and a very limited expectation from other people. So that was what I wanted to achieve with Akidi. 
the idea that I could, first of all, reform the kind of plots in the stories that people tell. But the second and much more fundamental idea that a lot of African stories are not told. A lot of, a lot of the world do not know our stories. So first of all, for African children, they need to hear their story. But secondly, for the world at last, they need to be like um, initiated into the world of African storytelling. They need to learn and they need to appreciate the diversity and the complexity of the world that it is now. So basically, the first thing I did was the themes in Akidi stories evolved into something that is a lot more modern and socially conscious. So we have themes around gender equality, inclusion, financial literacy, tech, environmental activism, and a lot of other things that I felt are like lessons that children should learn in 2020, 2019, in the 20th century. Then I decided to like make it a lot more representative of people around me. Those are African children that grew up in Africa. And yeah, you get a black narrative that I think everybody across, no matter where they might be in the world, should be able to buy into and um, enjoy. Dominic is obviously very passionate about the work he is doing. And I was interested to know why storytelling is so important to him. I asked Dominic why stories, especially representative ones, are so important for young people as they grow up. And this is what he told me. Narrative is a very important thing to have. Growing up as a child, my first foray into the world outside my home was through stories. It was through being able to like see the world through the storyteller through hearing stories of people doing great things, through hearing stories of, I remember I had this book about great inventors. I read about Thomas Edison. I read about a lot of great inventors. And I said, oh, if I grew up, I was going to be an engineer. So stories are very, very important in shaping the narrative of minds of people, you understand? So if we want to live in a world where we have sustainable development goals that we are going to achieve in the next coming in the coming century we want a more just world we want a more inclusive world we want a world where everybody is treated by the merit of their actions then the narratives we pass in stories are the fundamental building blocks for initiating the younger generation into that kind of worldview we want them to see so that's why i think that stories are very very important in like um shaping the way people view so why are representative stories important is that if a black child reads a story and sees all these beautiful things happen in the world outside her own, but the characters are not representative, she's an outsider in the story. She does not see herself in the hero of the story. She does not see herself in the focal point of that story. Why that is detrimental is that it gives an excuse or it like gives a justification for these kinds of things only happen in the land where it snows and where people have blue eyes and have, have long hair. There's nothing wrong with that kind of world, but that is not the world they live in. They have to be able to see stories in the world they live in to be able to aspire to solve the kind of problems that exist in the world they live in. So that's, it's very, very important they have that. But the second and much more important thing is that it's very, very good for reassurance. There is something, a favorite writer of mine, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, said that there is something reassuring about reading about yourself. So once you are able to read about yourself, you are able to see yourself in the shoes of the hero or the uh, central points in the theme or a story. You are able to like aspire, you are able to like feel self-assured. The most powerful thing we can give children in the 21st century is the idea of a just world through a better narrative. Is the idea of a better narrative that paints the world that we want to see the world in. And the first way we can do that is by telling stories and telling better stories. 
After hearing more about Dominic's passion for storytelling, I asked him to tell me about his favorite story he's written so far and why he loves it so much. Okay, I think it should be all the beautiful things she can be. It's a very short story. It's not even up to a hundred words long. I wrote it for like very early readers. And I think that story captures the ability of like the black African child to dream. First and foremost, the illustration of the story captures the stereotypical African black child, the stereotypical African black girl with her hair and how she looks and everything. But what she aspires to be are things I want them to grow up thinking that it's possible to aspire to those things and it's possible to work towards those things. That once you exist in this world, the only limit you can have is the limit you set for yourself. So the story goes something like she can be an astronaut or she can build the rockets. She can do anything she wants. The world is in her pockets. So it gives you a, a multidimensional view of like how life can work. So you can either be the person that is flying the rocket or you can be the person building it as an entrepreneur. No matter what you decide that if you were able to like work on it, you can accomplish it. But apart from that story, another story that's my favorite, it also shows a girl defying odds to use technology to solve a local problem. So those are my two favorite stories I've written so far. And of course, my conversation wasn't complete until I asked Dominic the million dollar question. What advice do you most want to share with young people who want to make a change? And these were Dominic's words of wisdom. Everything looks hard when you don't start. Once you start, the things you thought, mountains you thought were insurmountable will probably have elevators in them. Before I started Akidi, I was wondering how I was going to develop the content, then how I was going to develop a tech platform to ensure efficient distribution of the contents because the problem I was trying to solve was not only the availability of good content, it was also the issue of distribution. So uh, it looked insurmountable, but when I started, I found out how easy it would be when you have friends and family that believe in what you do and are going to help you accomplish what you want to do. So if you don't start, it's always going to look hard. It's always going to look impossible. But once you start, you'll find out that it's always not as hard as you thought it was going to be. And that's always been it for me whether it's with akidi whether it's with schoolwork, whether it's with college whether it's with submitting a last minute assignment it always looks difficult until you start and once you start the whole thing breaks down so the only way you can find out if you can be able to do all this kind of change is starts just starts once you start it might not be successful but at least you learn a lot and use it to like build the next successful thing you do because nobody ever lost from starting, man. If you, if, you, if you are not successful, you learn. If you are successful, you gain. So just start. I really, really loved this advice. And I want to quickly highlight the phrase that Dominic said at the very end of his answer. He said, nobody ever lost from starting. It's scary to put yourself out there and try something new. But as Dominic said, if you fail, you learn. However, if you succeed you also have the opportunity to empower others and pull them up with you. Change doesn't come from being hesitant or being afraid of failure. So take the chance and try new things because change comes when you get started. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and you can support Dominic and Akitty on Facebook and Twitter at AkittyNG and on Instagram at Akitty.ng. And that's Akitty spelled A-K- I-D-D-I-E. For more information or to subscribe, check out Akitty's website, which is linked in the description of this episode. 
If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.